Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of the podcast. Our goal with this podcast is to expose you to the entrepreneurs and change makers at the forefront of the health, technology, and human enhancement spheres. My name is Philip, and this is Daniel, and we are your hosts for the evening. We are the co-founders of Neurotech, a nootropics and neuronutrition startup based in Brisbane, Australia. We're excited to announce that we have actually just released our latest product, Enhance, as you can see here. Enhance is a daily nootropic supplement to help support brain health and memory. But we will discuss more on that later. Daniel, how's it going? How you going, Phil? Thanks for the intro. I feel like I'm a celebrity already. I know, it's exciting stuff, man. It's good fun. It's, it's good our first fun. ever podcast. Thought we'd get into it. Oh, I mean, it's really just the start of something. We're going to start building it. We've got some good people lined up. So once we get around to and find the time to record them all, we're actually going to have some good knowledge and some good insights to share. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think probably the biggest asset we've built up over the past years is sort of just the people we've met, mm. like a lot of interesting people in a lot of different fields, not just like a lot in the supplement and like nutrition space, but also other cool tech space, human enhancement related yeah. things. The startups, the, the tech, the everyone we've met, we've had some amazing conversations that I wish we recorded. Like when we sat down with like John Cap, and he just showered us in knowledge and things like that. I wish we recorded that because I know people would, Get a lot of value from listening to those kind of conversations which is exactly what we're doing this yeah exactly well we'll get those types of people on and we can talk to them and ask them a bunch of questions i'm hoping this is picking up because i'm not getting huge sound spikes it'll be fine the sound be spikes fine. look pretty small before it's a test run bro okay calm down well it's not really a test run is it oh that's all good i think it'll be all right <laughs> we're all gonna make it bro all right so um let's chat um Things well, are getting is... wild around here. Crazy stuff. Yeah. New announcement last night with the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic. We're in lockdown now. You're not supposed to leave the house unless it's essential. Yeah, phase one lockdown. So bars, clubs, sports venues, gyms. So we had, had the last gym session yesterday. They're closing is... the borders from Wednesday night as well. So from Wednesday midnight, you're not allowed to cross the border. Or if you do, you have to self-isolate for 14 days. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it was funny because up until like a week ago, everyone was like making a big joke out of it. Thought thought it wasn't a big deal at all, but and now it's getting serious. We're catching up to Italy slowly but surely. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wonder if we'll be getting into lockdown over the next few days or few weeks. I was listening will... to a, a podcast with Peter Diamandis and what's his name, David Sinclair. David Sinclair. Yeah, that was interesting. They were talking about how it's they're not sure how bad it is, but that's why they're being so precautionary because it could be much worse than everyone thinks it is at the moment and it could just get out of control. Well, yeah, I, and I made an Instagram post about this and this is something Peter talks about a lot, like humans think linearly and we don't really grasp exponentials. Yeah, but you can't understand it. We're not built for it. Exactly, because our world as it is, it's normally pretty linear. Yeah. But as soon as you have exponential growth, you're like, wow, things are doubling every X amount of days yeah. and it just gets out of hand, out of control really quickly. And the time scale really messes with people's heads, I think. So it's not one and then two and then three and then four. It's like one, two, four, and it fuck, doubles every day. So in the course of a month, you've got to like thousands instead of like a couple hundred maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like 30, 30 X, I think it's 20 or 30 exponential steps. It's like you're at a billion. Mm. Like it just grows and that this, quick. We were doing some research on the COVID at work and it's got an RO number, which means every infected person infects this many people. And this RO number is two to three. So every infected person will, or they anticipate, will infect two to three more. Yeah. So that's that's already exponential. Yeah. And the more, yeah, the mortality rate is reasonably higher compared to like the normal flu. 
And it's really high in Italy, especially, but they have a, yeah, but a they very got, elderly population, I guess. And they just dealt with it not the best. They got overwhelmed. They couldn't treat people. That's why a lot of people died. It's not the fact that the virus killed them. It's the fact that they had prevail. It caused things that could have been treated if they weren't so overwhelmed. So people got pneumonia, which is generally fairly treatable, but they just couldn't get treatment. Yeah, man. It's a scary thought having like the whole health system just overworked, overwhelmed. We think we live in a society where we can control and we can treat everything. We can't. Yeah. <laughs> We're more vulnerable than most people think we are. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's it's difficult because it's like it's important to be like well-informed, mm. but it's also there's like a point you, you don't want to get too like panicky or hysterical mm. about the situation. You want to keep your cool as much as possible. And But that's... That's, that's that's a valid point. That's kind of why we're leading into doing what we're doing. Like we're trying to give people the tools to really put them on the right path, so they're not stressing. They they can be the people who are making the change and doing the progress, doing the research, doing everything they need to do, everything we need to do as like humans, so we can get ahead of this. Yeah, I agree. Well, that's yeah, it's a big reason why I meditate every day. That's like my biggest thing, and yeah. drink some soothing chamomile tea. You need tea. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think learning how to control our stresses and our anxieties is a big, big part of like, I guess, being a modern human. <laughs> you could say that like the hysteria around this is also a virus. It's incredibly contagious. People go to the shops and stock up and then everyone else sees them stocking up and go, shit, maybe I should stock up. Well, it it's is. Mirror, mirror neurons, man. <laughs> will be, for those, for those who don't know, mirror neurons, essentially, um, if you see someone performing an act um, the same neurons fire as if you, you yourself were performing that act. Yeah. So it, it makes perfect sense. You know, people are freaking out. You just, you almost can't help but to freak out at the same time. And then like the, the baseline logic is that, oh shit, maybe I should prepare just in case, just, just in case it's not based on logic or anything. It's just based on emotion. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which <laughs> the media and everything's triggering our amygdala's real bad. It's like <laughs> our basic instincts. So we're just like, how can we survive? But that's, screw everything. That's the media's job though. Like. They're giving us vital information they need to share, but the way they share it is to spike people's interest and make them watch and make them react because that's how they get value out of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Well, we'll see how it all unfolds over the mm-hmm. next few days, man, but it should be should be interesting. For now, we're still operating. Obviously, we're primarily mm-hmm. online. We just launched our new product, which is exciting, but yeah, we do have a lot of friends whose businesses and gyms have shut down, mm-hmm. which is sad. What a time to launch a business, the start of a pandemic and the start of a recession. <laughs> yeah, double whammy. I was like, not only is it a health crisis, but it's pretty much creating a recession. It's like, not a great time to launch a new product. But I guess that just puts even more pressure on the product being the best it can be. If the, if the value is there and people see the value, understand it and getting it from it, yeah, then it can like, stand the test of time. People have done it before and it has happened before. If the product is the right quality and the right fit and the right presentation from us as well. Well, yeah, that's right. I've actually been seeing a post going around on social media and LinkedIn. It's like um, some of the companies which formed at the last recession, 2008, like Uber, Airbnb. They're still going. All these massive unicorns, huge tech companies. So I guess that gives you a bit of perspective, which is nice. Yeah, someone was talking in a podcast I listened to a long time ago, and they were saying that recessions weed out the, like the, not the inferior, but the not, they only leave like the cream of the crop in terms of business. They weed out everyone else. So anyone who can't adapt and make it through or doesn't have an essential or like necessary service is going to struggle. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. I mean, it'll probably favor those businesses who actually have 
good sales, good traction mm. with their customers and actually providing real value rather than just getting a ton of investment and, you know, looking all flashy. That's a good point as well. It's not just on what their actual value is, it's their marketing and what they can get people to perceive it as. Yeah. That's equally as important as the quality of the product, mm. at least in the short term kind of play. Yeah, man. So I think we should give, for those who don't know, maybe a bit of a background or story of mm. where we came from in terms of how we started the business when we started mm. the journey so far. Yeah. Um, do you want to kick it off? Well, I, yeah, I guess I'll kick it off with the original the original idea, which is something sprouted in my head while we're at uni. So we're going through the last couple of years of uni and dabbling in some of the uh, alternative study aids. So anyone's <laughs> tried the modafinils or the Ritalins, we gave them a bit of a go and realized that there's so much potential. It gives you like such a boost in like capability. You get so much more energy. You don't have to sleep as much. You can really power it out, which is amazing for uni and that particular set of circumstances. But really, it doesn't really translate over it to other areas of life that much. And it's quite negative in the long run. So you could have modafinil a couple of days in a row. But after that, it just kind of turns you into potato, like burns you out, essentially. Yeah, that's right. Kind of put me down the path of researching what else is out there that can get you to that level or a similar level without all the negatives. So can this, are there things that will give you more energy, help you have better memory, help you have more focus and feel happier and a bit more productive without burning you out in the long run? Which led me down the rubber hole of new tropics. <laughs> yeah, because that, that wasn't a huge thing in Australia at all. It, was, it wasn't until we started researching that we realized there was a whole field of sort of natural supplements and it was yeah. big in America by then already. It's, it's still growing in America. It's still growing everywhere. Yeah. Hopefully more so in Australia. You can see it coming to light and more businesses are bringing it on board so that just how aware people are is going to rise. It's going to become more requested. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, basically it was like 2017. That was the year I graduated. 16. You graduated 16 and then yeah, I graduated kind of. six months after you, I believe. So I think the idea was kind of floating around in my head realistically since I graduated. And I was like, fuck, I don't have a job. I don't necessarily want to work in safety, which I was in. What can I do? I'm interested in this. And then I just got like stuck in the rabbit hole and kept telling you about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I distinctly remember we were both very interested in the topic of like cognitive enhancement from just everything we researched, mm. everything we experimented with, we're big on self-experimentation, I guess. Um, and you were pretty adamant that you wanted to start a business or a startup. Well, this wasn't the first idea we had for a business. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember Donut Bros? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. We did. Yeah, we did uh, brainstorm a few business ideas and we wanted to... Was it what was DIY? it, protein donuts or something like, like that? DIY healthy donuts. So yeah. it was like Subway for donuts. <laughs> so you go in and pick your base and your toppings and like put it all together and you can come out with whatever you want oh it's still probably a great idea but man i saw I mean, a food truck doing exactly that yeah a couple of months ago i was like these guys stole our idea well i mean i'd say macro mike is probably the closest to a pulling something similar off because he's actually just came out with some like protein donuts did he but yeah. they're kind of like bake it yourself hey i mean yeah. that is that is somewhat similar they're bake it yourself but i guess that sort of area of like healthy high protein snacks he's he's dominated so it's really cool to see. Um, but yeah, I remember distinctly, you were like, I want to start this business in this field yeah. and I want to do it right now. I was like, no, I want to wait until I graduate uni. And you were like, no. oh, I'm doing it now anyway, so you can <laughs> join me or or not. And I was like, God damn. I was like, <laughs> come with me or be left behind. Pretty much. So yeah, I had to jump on board. Um, 
And one of the first moves we made is we applied for the iLab Accelerator at UQ. Pretty much on a whim. It was like, oh, this closes in like two days. Yeah, we, we did not think we were going to get it, but we put in our application, did a few pitches, did like a little pitch weekend. Yeah. We had nothing them. more than an idea. We didn't even have like the ingredients yet. Yeah, we had a very basic concept, but I think because it was so practical mm. and we could pull it off and we could get a product to market fairly quickly, I think mm. that's what made us look appealing. Yeah, and we somehow got in. <laughs> I shouldn't say somehow. Like I think like, the idea is a great idea. The business is a great business. And that was probably the perfect opportunity and stepping stone for us to get in there and learn about the startup world. That's a whole different story, having an idea and then having any kind of skills, knowledge or experience mentorship to get it off the ground yeah that's right um it was a good experience it was like a three-month program for us a mm -hmm. bit of grant money um 5k i think but it was a bit of a struggle because we both just landed graduate yeah jobs Full at the same jobs. time as we got into this program and they wanted us there at least like part-time and we, we were working full-time so we couldn't come during the day when a lot of the things were happening yeah, well, they, they would have liked us to be there full-time, but it was just a really weird position because it was like, do we give up on these jobs that we got straight out of uni yeah. that we spent f four years on, or do we go we all in on this? In a spot where we, we didn't think we could give up the jobs we were working and then have any money to get this off the ground. So in our eyes, it was either you give up on both and learn the skills, but you won't have the money to get it off the ground, or you try and do both and you give up on some of the experience and learnings, but then you have the money to give it a go. That was yeah. decision. Yeah, no, it was it was tough, but it was a good. We met a lot of good people, a lot of good mentors, mm. a lot of cool people building other companies, software companies. They're still going, a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them still going. So that was a few years ago. Um, and then out of that, pretty much our first product, Clarity, was born, mm. which was a powdered nootropic, iced tea flavored. Our initial vision was to make it an actual tea like ready to drink with tea. yeah with nootropics infused hmm. um but from a manufacturing standpoint it was just really hard to do it could have been done but i think it would have been a bit harder and it would have involved more uh, like regulation and control and things because it's just less stable yeah and i don't think i don't think our manufacturer is really that that keen on it from what we could tell we couldn't really but again that could have just been us not having the experience to go okay we'll find another manufacturer like there, there are people out there who could have done it, but we just didn't go down that route. I think we were somewhat influenced by what they said and the logic of what we wanted to do as well. Yeah, and I think, and I think, sort of the programmer and the people around us sort of wanted to push us to get a product to market mm. and you know do the whole lean startup iteration process. Yeah. So they're just like, just get something out, start selling something, and then go from there. And and that, that's probably the right way to do it because there's multiple products in the market and multiple people who want different things, but it's really, can we get one out to market that people want? And that can be like our stepping stone to create the other things. Yeah. But we did run with clarity and we ran with it for pretty much a year. About a, a year. Matches. How many units total is like 600 total, 700 maybe five or 600, I believe something like that. It's two batches worth. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we sold that primarily online. We also sold it a, think in about five or six retail locations a few a few more than that it's like the three power subs pharmacy six yeah, yeah six it doesn't matter but yeah they're all, they're all relation newly formed relationships which we we're still holding on to it to this day 
so that was i guess an experience as well we've never really had to deal with mm. partnering with retailers and supplement stores it's and... a completely different ball game being like a, a founder of a startup is you go from researcher product designer to outreach companies to selling to companies to marketing to influencing everything yeah well that's yeah that's the thing about being an early stage startup you got to wear every single hat until oh, yeah. you know eventually you get enough traction to start hiring specialists and yeah delegating some of that work but to start with it's yeah it's full on for sure and that's what makes it so hard you have to be able to do everything to the point that any professional really would be able to do so you can grow it and then you can hire the people to do it yeah but you already have to get that good almost yeah that's right and i guess being um a supplement company nutrition company we've always found it hard to you know sort of have that edge to get an investment because most investors are looking at you know what's a unique proposition in terms of software or hardware um that's investable whereas you know with the supplements a bit harder to get some ip around you to differentiate yourself and that was definitely one of the things that we didn't do but i mean we said we ran two batches we did decide to discontinue it in the end for a couple of reasons (laughs) yes yes after about a year of sale clarity we discontinued it we just I think there were a few core problems we realized sort of it almost seemed like we were trying to replace coffee which i think was a bad move yeah we kind of created a really good low stim pre-workout with nootropics in it and tried to sell it as a coffee replacement yeah That's essentially what we inadvertently did so people were perceiving it as a sports supplement really and that probably didn't help that a lot of people we knew and a lot of the marketing we did was kind of directed through sports areas yeah 100 percent and Especially when, because we exhibited at the um, oh, fucking sports. Brisbane Fitness Expo, um, which I mean, it, it was cool. It was cool to talk to like a couple hundred people about nootropics, but almost everyone came up and was like, is this a pre-workout? Is this a pre-workout? And I was just like educating them saying, no, it's not. But... I didn't even make it to the expo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Um, but yeah, we discontinued Clarity weren't entirely happy with it. it was good and we got a lot of good feedback people loved it the taste especially it was it was a great flavor but we decided to discontinue it take it off the shelves and sort of go back to the drawing board mm. in terms of who is our customer yeah a lot of the what feedback problem was, were we solving <laughs> a lot of feedback that I, that I remember was it was a, an okay product had a few different things so it was okay for short-term focus it was okay for long term and it was okay for mood but it wasn't amazing any of them yes and that's why we don't think it was selling that well that's that's the feedback we got from people agreed agreed and a big part of it was we couldn't get a hold of a lot of the good quality ingredients that we wanted Mm. a lot of the nice patented or trademarked extracts from the u.s we just couldn't get a hold of so we wanted to find someone who could sort of help us put something together some really good quality ingredients and we wanted a product which solved a specific need for a specific type of customer which is where we went after we discontinued clarity (laughs) yeah yeah that's how we came up with the concept of enhance really Mm. yeah we really broke it into the three ideas that we had and enhance is the first one we're running with so we went a lot more targeted so it's brain health memory for performance yeah so it is like a long-term play it's going to help you get yeah a long-term product to support your brain health over the long term form the basis of i guess healthy and a high performing brain Mm. and then the other products which we've already actually created first initial samples for tested and created the basic ingredients panel uh boost which is going to be our focus mood yeah short um, to midterm short short term nootropic for an acute boost 
and then calm, which is going to be our anti-stress relaxation and sleep formula because that's another huge problem in society, which I think yeah. is probably going to be one of the best products we have when we come out with it. Yeah, that will probably be one of the most impactful ones because realistically, you can give people all the mood boosting and like health and brain performance supplements in the world, but if they're not sleeping, they're not even going to be in a position to use it. They're not sleeping well. They're not getting high-quality rest and recovery. It doesn't matter. Exactly, and I think we're chronically stressed out, and I think anxiety is rampant. Yeah, especially now. Yeah. And now one society, you know, we're mm. social media, the internet, information constantly bombarding us. It's hard not to be on edge all of the time. Definitely. So, you know, we've got to look at these, I guess, lifestyle interventions like nutrition, mm. meditation, deep yeah. breathing, supplementation. How can we manage that stress a bit better to help us yeah. but that's feel it. That's... good, feel happy? And perform that's what leads into like our model the the five pillars of human optimization so supplementation is only one of them then you've got your nutrition you've got your sleep you've got your mindset you've got everything else that ties into that and like supplementation can just help you take it to the next level it's not the be all and end all yeah people definitely put an overemphasis on supplementation and it's like it's it's one part of the puzzle yeah but it's a big puzzle and you got to put all the pieces together mm. i like the analogy of you can optimize all you can optimize four out of the five areas but if you don't get the fifth one it's like trying to run a marathon with a broken leg like you can train you can have the best diet you can sleep like a beast but yeah. you're not going to run with a broken leg <laughs> you can be like highly limited yeah that makes perfect sense um yeah so here we are i guess we now have enhance this took about a year to put together time. it is a long long process for those wanting to start a supplement company um to do it properly to do it properly and to get a good product it can take some time. And like a lot of those were intentional, like time usages. So we did a lot of uh, reaching out to customers, reaching out to people who are interested, doing a lot of research, trialing things, getting multiple trials done, getting different manufacturers, finding good manufacturers. And then just the standard delays. So like not being able to get pots or ingredients getting stuck in customs. Yeah, a lot of delays. That's something we've Every tried. Takes. Yeah, we, we, we've struggled to navigate, but I think next time... We know a bit better for next time, I guess. Yeah, with the learning. I mean, we made a lot of mistakes the first the first product with Clarity, and then we made less mistakes this time. But it was just a different game, slightly different play. So that's where you got to learn and get the experience behind you. Yeah, exactly right. So Enhance now is actually a capsule-based product. Two capsules a day, mm -hmm. two capsules is one serving, rather than a powder, which is what we had before. Mm -hmm. um, we just thought the form factor was better in terms of, you know, you can smash it down with a protein shake, your child. coffee... It's just, I, it's it, easier. I'm not going to stop drinking coffee. Let's be real. Yeah. No one's, no one's going to stop drinking coffee. To try and replace that, we realize it's a terrible idea. So this is just a daily addition. Yes. Really. It stacks amazingly with everything else you're doing. It's like a, a multivitamin for your brain. Yeah. Yeah. A neurovitamin. That's, it's a good way to describe it, how we've described it before. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much where we're at now. I mean, our goal, especially with the pandemic and everything, we're pretty much forced to focus on the e-commerce side of things, mm -hmm. the online side of things. For the next foreseeable future. So it could be a couple of weeks, could be a couple of months, could be the end of the year, who knows? Yeah, which is, I guess, a good channel for us anyway, probably the best channel. But yeah, we will be looking to get back into stores and we're reaching out to some, mm -hmm. um, but obviously they're probably not keen on onboarding new products and new brands mm -hmm. and preserving their own cash flow, which yeah makes perfect sense. 
which puts it in the perfect place and gives us a perfect opportunity to be branching out and giving value and giving content in different ways such as this podcast so we're really going to be focusing a lot more on this and other content so long form blogs articles anything we can create of value for people yeah exactly right um yeah no um maybe try to sit closer to the thing by the way am i too quiet yeah i I think you are but we'll see we'll see it should be fine um yeah so i'll give a quick rundown of some of the ingredients for those that are interested i won't go fully in depth Mm -hmm. but um so this formula as i said for long-term brain health and a memory we've got some really good ones in there We've got a staple, Bacopa, at 300 milligrams. Mm-hmm. So Bacopa is a, um, a nootropic herb which has been used for hundreds of years in traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine, so traditional Indian medicine. Um, it's been shown to improve memory over a period of about 6 to 12 weeks. And it's the standardized Synapsa version, which is the one all the studies or most of the studies are done on. Yeah, so the Synapsa and Bacognize. We chose Synapsa because Bacognize tends to have a more calming effect and promote lethargy and fatigue. In some people, again, especially. Yeah, that seems to be the case. It seems to act on serotonin a bit more, and that's why it causes sort of this anti-motivation effect. So that's why we went with um, the Synapsa brand. Um, Yeah, basically, Bacopa sort of acts like an antioxidant for the brain, acts to improve blood flow to the brain, and also works somewhat as an acetylcholine esterase inhibitor. So it actually... Inhibits the enzyme which breaks down acetylcholine in the brain. And acetylcholine is a neurotransmitter, which is responsible for a lot of our memory and learning. And that's one of the the primary reasons people get brain fog is they can exhaust their acetylcholine before they can replenish it. That kind of just makes it harder to think. Yeah, but it's also yeah double whammy with acetylcholine because if you have too much, you can also get headaches and brain fog. So there's a nice yeah there's a nice balance as always with with the body of acetylcholine um then we obviously have a choline donor form of choline called cdp choline in our product which is one of the more bioavailable forms of dietary choline um choline can be found in lots of foods primarily like your eggs and i think even some meats and whatnot and that basically just that's a precursor to acetylcholine as well so yeah cdp choline there's that there's alpha gpc you can find in a lot of products there's also choline by tartrate, which I am against because I've not seen any studies showing that it can actually cross the blood-brain barrier. So uh, I was until further notice. Yeah, yeah, I always see that, and I was like, maybe you should go with a better form of choline. But yeah, we've got that. We've got the lion's mane. The lion's mane is big right now. It is a medicinal mushroom um, shown to support nerve growth factor, mm-hmm. which is a protein responsible for the repair growth and function of neurons. So I think there's some good studies in rats and in cell models. We would like to see more done in humans. Yeah, and it also raises all the, the BDNS, the brain-derived nootropic factors. Yeah, well, I, I think I think lion's mane works primarily on NGF, mm. but BDNF is another one of those proteins which, you know, helps support our neurons, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Um, we've got neurofactor which is another one um whole whole coffee fruit extract which has been shown in one of its pilot studies to improve bdnf as well by 143 percent this is also one that has a bit of a short-term effect as well so a lot of people take it and they just feel a bit more switched on yeah yeah anecdotally at least for sure anecdotally at least um, for sure. actiolin which is osmanthus fragrance flower extract which is another really interesting and unique product. I've seen it in very few formulas. 
Mm. Um, so it's been shown in studies to actually reduce beta amyloid and tau protein buildup, which some people seem to think, well, it was originally thought to be implicated in diseases such as Alzheimer's, but I think they're struggling to find that that's the actual cause of it. There's been a lot of drug trials mm. targeting tau and beta amyloid, and they haven't found it to be the sole reason. I don't think it's the sole reason. It's definitely strongly correlated. So increases in those proteins is strongly linked to yeah. the onset of these neurodegeneration disease, neurodegenerative diseases. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, actiolin, axon tau proteins, and beta amyloid, and acts as an antioxidant as well. Um, we've also got cell charge, which is fulvic minerals, great for energy, gut health, immunity, yeah. and B vitamins. Fulvic minerals are really interesting. They're the ones that help the absorption and transport of nutrients and minerals compounds throughout the body. Yeah, that's so right. So really just an enhancer of what we put out, what else we put in there, as well as supplying some of the key minerals and nutrients you need just for your general function. Exactly, yeah. That that combined with bioprene, which is our black pepper extract, mm. is great for enhancing the absorption of all the other ingredients. Yeah, it's, so it's that's, really good. So that's pretty much a bit of a breakdown into enhance. And sharp, yes. Sharp PS, that's right. Sharp PS phosphatidylserine, which is a component of cell membranes. It actually helps form the myelin sheath around neurons, so it helps cells communicate and helps protect them. Yeah, which is amazing, especially if you're growing more neurons or if you have any kind of uh, brain fog as well. It's some people have linked that, or some studies have linked that. Yeah, well, sh Sharp PS is great as well because it's one of very few ingredients which has been approved to make brain health claims in Australia and New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, which is cool. Um, but yeah, that's a bit of a breakdown. Um, for enhance, for those who are interested, if anyone has any more questions, reach out to us. Mm. But we won't go any further into that right now. All right, so on the topic of sort of biohacking and routines and stuff at the moment, is there anything you're doing right now? Any non-negotiables or things which you're trying to implement in your life? To sort of be better, perform better, or the question at me, yeah, ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I for a while now I've been testing and trying different things. So, the ones that have worked best for me and I've kept around is just fasting. Essentially, I just I don't eat lunch, I don't eat breakfast, I eat a late lunch, and I just I feel lighter and a bit less brain fog. But I've, I've realized that for me, I can I can fast from about having dinner at 6.30 at night until about three in the afternoon. If I leave it much longer than that, I start to get a bit lethargic. Yeah. So that's, that works wonders for me as well. Another one that I'm liking a lot at the moment is stacking some red lights, so a near infrared light with meditation. So every morning I sit there in front of my red light panel and do about 10 minutes of guided or non-guided meditation. And that just puts me in like a really calm, really happy and relaxed mood, perfect to start the day. They're yeah. probably the, the biggest ones I'm using at the moment. Obviously, Enhance and as needed, a few other supplements. So L-theanine pretty much every time I have a coffee. Rid of rhodiola as well. And then other things as needed. So fish oil for the DHA every night. It helps with the sleep and repair, a bit of magnesium. Just because that's one of the ones that I found based on the tracking with the Aura Ring. Yeah. It actually improves my deep sleep noticeably. If I don't have it, then it drops down to maybe... 30 minutes if i have like a, a good serving of magnesium generally a bit more than they say on the label that jumps up like an hour and a bit interesting yeah a lot of people swear by magnesium i i don't take it but i you tried really, it properly? really need to it's good yeah sleep is a big issue for me as well um 
no, there's some good, good little habits. Um, and all the, all the standard stuff. So getting plenty of exercise, trying to do at least something every day. Yeah. Even just get outside in the sun, get out for a walk. Yeah. Sun is a big one, especially for office workers. It is yeah. insane. Yeah. If like, if you stay inside of doing, uh, personally, I just feel terrible. I think there's, there's a lot of stigma against the sun as well. I was talking to some of the girls I, I work with and they're like, you go for a walk every day. Aren't you worried about the, the sun on your skin every day? I'm like, no, I'm more worried about not getting the sun. I come to work fully clothed, not exposed. I sit inside for the entire day. If I don't go outside, then I'm not going to get any sun. I go home in my car. And by the time I get home, I have done the gym or something. It's already dark. We're evolved to be outside in the sun. Like, How can it be good for you not to get any exposure? And we know it produces vitamin D. We know it helps your mood. We know it helps your skin. Exactly, so a million, million years of evolution have formed around being in the sun all day, every day. So It's like the circadian rhythm. What's the one constant in all the world? Seasons and the sun. The sun has been the most constant thing in our evolution ever. Yeah, it's it's insane. Um, as you said, helps synthesize vitamin D. We know serotonin It's why yeah. you feel good. People get seasonal depression when they don't see the sun. Yeah. Things of that nature. It's, it's great for important. like skin conditions like eczema as well. As a lot of people, eczema can be linked to low vitamin D. Yeah. So they have a supplement with it or they can get more sun. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, that's good. Yeah. For me, sort of a few non-negotiables I've been sticking to um, pretty hard out. Um, my first one is meditation, uh, especially for someone like me who's naturally just high anxiety, high stress. Uh, it's one of the only things that like really helps, especially when you're going through like periods of hmm. intense hardship, I guess. It's that's when you really need it the most. Yeah. That's, that's when I stuck to it the most and it's pretty much the only thing that helped. Um, that I would say my daily greens. So I have greens mm. supplement every morning and I'm stacking that now with enhance as well, which is great. So that's sort of like don't have to think about it. Daily stack, smash it down. Non-negotiable. Yeah. So meditation, greens, enhance, and obviously exercise. Yeah. Exercise is a big one for me. No particular diets? Um, not particularly, but similar to intermittent fast, I can't remember the last time I've had breakfast. I do it occasionally if there's a damn good reason. But like, Yeah, it's very time. rare. It's very rare. I'm not a fan. Another thing I notice is that like it makes me just like hotter and a bit more anxious if I do have breakfast. Which yeah, is that's confusing. Right. Oh, another thing actually, another thing that which I've been doing for about two years now is sort of a daily video journal slash reflection. Mm. Basically, just a few minutes of reflecting on the day, what I did, my thoughts, and it's it's a good way to unload, I guess, and unpack some of the feelings and. I like every now and again, I always look back on some videos from like a few years ago just to see where I was at and my thought patterns then and how they've changed. And I think, yeah. Do you find the videos better than writing? Because I write like a journal or diary. I try to do it most days. I probably do it like every I've, second I've day. tried writing as, as my journaling practice, but it's, I don't stick to it as easily and yeah. I prefer looking back on the videos. I think it's just, it's also good practice to get used to talking and like presenting yourself. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Awesome, man. Are there any other cool biohacks or technology or products you're looking at using or looking forward to at the moment? Man, I want to get out one of those Halo uh, Halo headsets, the Electro, was it TCDS one? TDCS, yeah. Yes, they look really cool. I keep seeing like videos of them. It's supposed to help you learn new skills, help your like your coordination, your motor cortex learn things so you get stronger quicker, coordination faster, play instruments faster, like learn how to play them faster. 
Yes, that's something we've been looking into a lot recently. So I've actually pre-ordered the HUM headband, which is yeah, transcranial I'm... alternating current stimulation. I'm excited for those. I've got some of those coming as well. Yeah, so they're actually an Australian company as well, currently in the US. And they basically, they've built this little patch which you put on your head and it puts through a little current through your cortex and it's meant to help with, they've actually shown, they did their own trial to improve working memory by I think about 20 to 30%, which is really cool. It is, it is substantial. And I know they sold a bunch to the American Air Force, didn't they? As part of the trial. I think so. I think the the US Air Force pre-ordered like a thousand units off them, which is cool. And they recently just raised a few million dollars to develop twenty eight million. Twenty eight was it twenty eight or two point eight? I think it's two point eight. Yeah, I wouldn't say it. Definitely, definitely would be twenty eight. But yeah, a few million dollars to help them develop it, which is really cool. It's really exciting. And there's some cool stuff in the in the world out there. Yeah, yeah. I want to get amongst it. I want to learn from these people. I mean, there's there's a lot we there's a lot people can do in this space so it's really intriguing but yeah um look going into the future with this podcast we've got some really cool people lined up yeah we've got a couple of really cool ones already really really cool founders entrepreneurs and sort of the health human performance Mm -hmm. and technology spaces teach you things scientists yeah all kinds of people futurists all these people yeah so really really excited for that really excited to bring out some more content for you guys Mm -hmm. And just sort of, you know, use our network for for good and to help people learn about what, what can be done in this space. Yeah, and we definitely want you guys to reach out and tell us or ask us what you want to learn about. Tell us if there's any people you want us to talk to or areas you want to explore. Because yeah. if there's things that are of interest, then that's definitely something we want to pursue. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, should we leave it at that? Yeah, I think that's enough for today. All right. See ya. <laughs> Bye.